welcome back to Speak for Change podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Sage Pedersen. Our mission is to inspire and create positive and lasting change in our local and global communities. We broadcast from the Tannery Arts Center in Santa Cruz, California. I hope you enjoy the episode of Speak for Change podcast. Have a beautiful and impactful day. Today's special episode is with Executive Director of Arts Council Santa Cruz County, Jim Brown. Today we're discussing the Creative Core Grant and everything you need to know about it. I made this episode a short one and a more straightforward one so you all can really digest the information. We will definitely be getting Jim back to speak more on a variety of different topics very soon. I hope you enjoy today's special episode. Jim, <laughs> welcome to Speak for Change podcast. Honored to have you on. Thank you so much for having me, Thomas. Yeah. So today we're just going to do a brief ep- episode on the Creative Core Grant. Right? Yes. And that's, uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? I know I've heard some things yep. about I've worked I'm I'm actually being written into a couple of them. That's great. That I, you know, seems awesome. Um but yeah, I would love to hear just kind of the overview of what this grant is. Yeah, so the uh, the California Creative Corps grant program was uh, was a program started by Governor Newsom. Um, he proposed a certain amount of money be allocated to the California Arts, Arts Council as kind of a, a, a like a work projects administration kind of program for artists, yeah. uh, where there'd be money specifically designated to uh, to be used to hire artists to do positive community projects. Um, the uh, the California Arts Council was tasked with turning that into a grants program. And there are uh, there are administering organizations all over the state of California who who are basically administering large pots of money to give out these grants. And uh, and we're partnering with the Santa Barbara County, uh, which is the administering organization for this grant. It's a five million dollar grant in total. Wow. And uh, and we're partnering with six counties, so it'll be Santa Cruz, Monterey, San Benito, San Luis, uh, Ventura, and Santa Barbara. Wow. And uh, and we're going to be distributing these hundred and forty thousand dollar grants. Um, there should be about twenty three or twenty four of them right. um, across those six counties. And the uh, the specific purpose of the grant is to uh, is to we're going to pay organizations one hundred and forty thousand dollars, and then they will hire artists yeah. to engage in in really public public visibility projects to yeah. advance their mission, and uh, and we're specifically looking for projects that are about civic engagement, yeah. social justice, public health, and climate impact. Oh wow! I mean, that sounds that sounds wonderful. So, you, so you're giving one hundred forty thousand dollars to like any organization. Um, it could be a nonprofit organization or a government agency. Great, and then or or maybe an organization that has like a fiscal sponsor or something, right? Yep uh, the yeah. uh, the pro- the grants are eligible for fiscal sponsorship. Great, and so. They now they take that out of that one hundred forty thousand dollars. They have to give 
a hundred thousand to the artist, right? Yeah, it has to be artist compensation, for right? That hundred thousand dollars, and then the forty, the remaining forty thousand dollars, you know, that can be split. Some of it yeah. might be project supplies, direct expenses for uh, for whatever the artist project or the partnership project is, and then some of that money can support the agency's work, okay, um, great. and so their staffing or w- whatever expenses they have along the, uh, to go with the project. God, what a great opportunity <laughs> what a great grant <laughs> yeah it's, it's really a wonderful opportunity and the uh i mean i think the hope is that these agencies will have the experience of hiring an artist working with an artist yeah. and realizing the impact that the arts can have to advance <sighs> their mission yeah and that that will create space for these organizations to continue to create jobs for artists yeah it's like one of the things that um when i was doing some outreach for this grant that came up was some people reaching out like thinking because I was I specifically reached out to people who normally probably wouldn't do this kind of thing organizations yeah. that probably wouldn't like medical organizations yep. kind of who just you wouldn't think about working with an artist yeah. right and they were, they responded kind of because I knew them they were like hey like I don't know if this is really our thing uh-huh. right I kind of went on the route of no it is your thing. Uh, but like, what 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 do you have to say to the people, organizations like that? Yeah, I mean, I I think that uh, you know we were talking before the uh, yeah. before we started recording about uh, about the way the world expects us to move within organizations. You know, yeah. kind of the structured way that right. we are expected to move. But those structured approaches that organizations often use. Um, have some limitations in what they can accomplish. And when you bring in the creativity, the coloring outside the lines yeah. perspectives, the out-of-the-box thinking of an artist, um, I think there's there it opens up potentials that, uh, that us organizational types may not even consider or think about. Um, and particularly when it comes to reaching people, I mean, the arts have always been a vehicle for, for reaching people, for getting a message across. And uh, and who who's better who's better at getting would be better at getting an organization's mis- mission across but an artist, um, and uh, I think there's tons of opportunities. I mean, I'm particularly excited about the idea of government um, because you know what what more structured entity is there in our world than government? And to bring in that that creative spirit into government could really blow some things up. That could actually create some really positive change in the world. Speaking my language now, <laughs> man, that's beautiful. So I'm gonna try to ask some nitty gritty questions just yep. to kind of yeah, it's important see and what, it's complicated. Yeah, so if maybe if uh, like just so you can so you know if you don't know you don't know, but um, can it only be one artist who gets the funding? Like, is it like a project grant? So it's like let's say I'm an organization, yep. right? And I was like, okay, I want to do a project with like multiple artists mm-hmm. um does that hundred thousand dollars can you just dis- disperse that amongst multiple artists or is this more mainly like support an artist whose vision is for this this specific right. project does that make sense yep i totally yeah totally makes sense so uh so it can be an individual artist yeah. or it can be a collective of artists okay um i think it's more challenging if it uh if it becomes a group of a group of unconnected artists right. simply because that's a lot to manage and coordinate and uh, to get everybody kind of moving in the same direction. But there's no specific limitation about that. The only limitation on the organizations is that a hundred thousand dollars has to be paid to artist compensation. Okay. Um, so, so that's the, that, that's the nut. So yes, right. all of those things are possible. It's just more of, um, 
you're more likely to get the grant if it's uh, more structured, right? If it's something that more vision based, like what are the kind of criteria for? Well, that's the, the that's grant. the interesting thing about the way we've structured this. Yeah. Uh, the organization is applying for the grant, and the uh, the criteria, and I don't have all the criteria in my head, yeah. but they're basically about the organization's connected to the connection to the community that they want to serve through this grant, or their commitment to expand access to a community that they're not reaching well. Um, and their capacity as an organization to actually hire and work with and support an artist. So it's there's no project in the application process. It's really like, I want to do this, I'm committed to it, um, and I'm clear about the community that I want to reach. All right. So so speaking on that, it's just so I get, get uh, clarity. Yep. Um, it is for the specific... Uh, parts of the community or if you want to expand parts of the community like yeah community i guess like so i like examples right so if like i got the if i was applying for this grant it would be like let's say i wanted to reach more people in south county or something sure you know or in watsonville Mm-hmm. You know, would that count as kind of an expanded community? Absolutely. So the the example that we've been thinking about for, um, is uh, voter registration um, or voter uh, voter engagement. There's a really low voter turnout in Watsonville, um, but there's no agency that's actually doing that, actually really trying to develop that. And uh, if an, or- a- an organization like the NAACP that has a Santa Cruz chapter, but mostly I think works in the African-American community, if they were to say, hey, this is a community that we haven't reached before, um, they could make – and they've, but they've got a commitment on working with people of color. They've got oh, a commitment on that kind of work. They could say, we wa- this is work that we want to do to expand our access to a new community to right. do new work. So they already have a commitment. Not to put any pressure on the NAACP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we see you. No, but uh so specifically you have to already be kind of an organization that has a focus on a part of a community you have to have an organization that has a well-aligned mission that's doing this work you you wouldn't want to come in as an arts organization and say i'm suddenly going to do social justice work um (laughs) i mean if you're an arts organization that already does it great but it's if it's a brand new area it's you're going to be less competitive that makes complete sense um so we got that out of the way, the hundred thousand dollars, hundred forty thousand um, dollars. What part of that actually goes to the organization, like for their specific fees? I yeah. know you mentioned it kind of already, but I just kind of want to double. I mean, the organization gets the forty k, yeah. but obviously th- these projects are going to have costs. Yeah. So, uh, so it's flexible from the organization's perspective. I mean, you know, could be divided up twenty k for twenty uh, k for kind of organizational overhead and twenty yeah. k for project supplies. It just depends on the project. Okay, um, and they may have other resources. Organizations may have other resources that they're bringing to the project so they may be able to use that 40k entirely for kind of their staffing and their right. administrative needs and then they've got other grants or other funding sources that are providing you know the marketing materials and the yeah yeah the art supplies and all of those kind working of working with and we, we haven't talked about this yet uh-huh. but the organization gets the grant before they've partnered with the artist oh okay oh okay. so I they're gonna get that, that grant um yeah. and my hope is that if if uh, the artists out there who are listening to this podcast If they're interested in this and they have a particular area that they'd like to work in, that they begin to have early conversations with organizations they'd like to work with. But the grant is uh, is going to be awarded, uh, I think, June first. Yeah, and then uh, and then they don't have to uh, they don't have to define their um, their partner artists until September. 
Okay, hold so, up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> so, how are you going to write this grant if you don't have an artist already playing? You're gonna you're gonna write it about the area where you want to engage an artist. You're gonna write about uh, the the difference you want to make by engaging an artist. You're gonna write about uh, your. Um, your organizational capacity to hire and work with an artist and your kind of commitment to work with an artist. And then you're going to write about the, your connection to the community that you want this project to serve. So those are the initial criteria. And then we'll be during that period between when the grant is awarded and when they have to select an artist, we're going to be partnering and working and supporting because a lot of these organizations will have no idea how to work with an artist. And it is a it is an, an experience. It's a different thing. Artists are, are can be unusual people. Sorry, that's so funny. And they, and they, they don't necessarily uh, think in organizational boxes. So there's going to be a lot of support to help organizations and artists work together. God, this grant sounds amazing. It's really cool. I, I, there's a lot of potential with it. And it's yeah. going to be interesting because there's so many different um, administrative organizations doing it in different ways. Right. So it's really going to be, a, you know, which model worked the best. Right. Um, so so with the artists. Yeah. Now, um, what can artists do to be able to get this funding? Because I know yeah. there's a lot of, I mean, that's the whole point of this, right? Is to have to support artists. Absolutely. I mean, I the vast majority of the funding is going to the artists, right? Yep. So is, is there a registry? Like what are, what are the pathways for artists to be able to get, get their names known by these organizations? So the, uh, the primary pathway is to, uh, is there's an artist registry. So basically artists who are interested in this work can fill out a form, upload some work samples and write a, an artist bio and kind of a statement of interest in this project. And, uh, and that will be kind of the catalog of artists that organizations will be using to try to identify their potential partners. Um, but I, I think that has some limitations, which is why I really want to encourage artists to, to begin to have early conversations with organizations so that the organizations have some idea. Um, yeah, as we were debating uh, how to put this grant program together, uh, there were kind of two different um, camps in terms of how it ought to, uh, it ought to go. And some of us felt that, um, that it would have been better to do the matchmaking of organizations and artists first and then have them apply but uh, but that would have been a lot of work because we would have been working with a lot of organizations and artists, um, and uh, yeah, it, w it was challenging. So we we chose this approach. Um, yeah. So we'll see how it works out. So it's almost like let's promote artists to reach out to organizations, almost. Yeah, in part, um, yeah. and that's uh, and that's also a tricky thing. But it's also a professional development opportunity. Yeah. If you you know if you've never reached out or worked with an organization, figuring out and learning how, and and we'll be providing some support for that. Isn't great. And so just to kind of clarify location base uh what i know you mentioned all the counties you're partnering with are those the counties that can obviously qualify yes. for this grant so that's can you can you name those off again for me yeah so it's organizations that operate in um the, the any of the six counties and artists who live within any of the six counties and the counties are santa cruz san benito monterey san luis santa barbara and ventura great and anything is there anything I'm missing about this grant? Um, the other thing we haven't talked about is timeline. Yes, um, timeline. Oh my god! Thank yeah, you. super <laughs> super important. So <laughs> the uh, the artist registry and the grant application is open now. Yeah, uh, I think the grant application is due at the end of 
No, sorry, at the end of April. Right. Oh gosh, sorry, I I don't have the information right in I front of it, me. I think it was May. Like, I think it's like May as well. May, right, May first or something. Right. Or something um, like the uh, the artist registry is due probably at the end of June. Yeah. Um, artists pro- have to be selected and and have projects defined by the beginning of September, and then it's a one year engagement. Okay. Um, so that so it basically runs from September to August, um, yeah. where the artists will be working, being paid. Um, okay, so. September to September is the timeline. Yes. Um, and I guess what is, is there any kind of like checkup on that? Like to be like, what did you do? Yeah, there's uh, there's basically what we want to do, what we've been tasked with yeah. as administering organizations is documenting the projects. Okay. So there, we're going to be working with evaluators. We're going to be hiring, probably hiring artists yeah. to work with these these organizational artist teams yeah. to document um, okay. videos, photographs, um, you know, right. maybe some writing. Um, Yeah, so there'll be good documentation of the project. And again, the the outcomes for the grant are all about how many new jobs are created after the grant is over. Um, So that is the ultimate aim is does this create new jobs that will continue? Ooh, and like, I don't know, on like a political side, so this may be the thing, but like this could be, if this is the success, right? Um, Since it was written by our governor, right? It Mm -hmm. it goes all the way up. I love... I love this because it shows you the power of politics, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. You know? um, like this, if this is a success, this could be happening more. If it if it's proven to be a job generator, absolutely, right? I think that's like extreme political. It's a it's a pilot. Yeah. It's a one time thing, and if the pilot is successful and it actually generates jobs and yeah. makes and makes a real difference in communities, then uh, then then the legislature and the governor could contribute more money to it in the future. All right, all so. right, that's amazing. Um, so we got the timeline down. Is there anything else I'm missing about this grant that we really need to touch on? Oh, let's see. I think we covered pretty much everything. I think uh, I, I think the one piece that we've talked about internally is that you know artists already have gigs. They already have side jobs. They already have their artist gigs. Um, and so there's probably not that many artists who can just quit at drop everything and work full time um, for a year on a hundred thousand dollar project. Yeah. So so it's probably if you don't aren't already part of an artist collective, it's worth thinking about who are artists that that you might want to work together with. Right. Um, existing artist collectives may have some advantages um, in building relationships with the organizations that get the grants. Um, So it might be worth thinking about who are the artists you'd like to collaborate um, on this project with, if you're not able to, I mean, it'd be great if somebody can just boom, (laughs) make a hundred thousand dollars a year uh, as an artist, uh, as a working artist for a full year. But that's a, you know, it is currently, it's a one-time thing. Mm, I love that. Well, Jim, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and, and telling us about this awesome grant opportunity. Yeah, thanks, Thomas, for uh, for making a space for us to uh, to share this. And I, <laughs> I, I hope to see lots of artists applying. And, and I'd love to bring at least four of these grants to Santa Cruz um, and see what kind of impact uh, they make. Let's get more than that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this has been Speak for Change podcast. I'm your host, uh, Thomas H. Pedersen. Thank you so much for listening.